With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Learn the art of filmmaking with Spike Lee or how to bring your creative vision to life with Issa Rae. Try songwriting with Alicia Keys and cooking with Gordon Ramsay. The possibilities are endless. With over 100 world-class instructors ready to teach you, that thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Get 15% off your annual membership today at masterclass.com save. That's masterclass.com save. Introducing the new loaded scratchers from DC Lottery. These scratchers are loaded with cash prizes of 50, 100, 500, 1500, and $5,000, and chances to win up to $250,000. These games are absolutely stuffed, jammed, overflowing. You might even say, loaded? Play the games that are packed with $7.5 million in cash prizes. Get your loaded scratchers today. All right. Hey, Foos. Hey. Hey, it's episode 242. Welcome back, everybody, and thank you for joining us on another... What's the uh, what's Foo-tacular? the word? Foo-tastic. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that works actually. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Program once again. Uh, but before we get into any of that, find a bunch of cool Foo Bar Show merch at foobarshow.com. Find tons of new merch items like totes, travel mugs, magnets, baby onesies, T-shirts, and tons of new colors and styles. Go to our merch page found at foobarshow.com to check it all out. Next up. Click on the link for SoCal Rock Band, The Fallen Electric, at the follow at the bottom of foobarshow.com for music, tour dates, and merch. On Friday, August 20th, I will be playing with The Fallen Electric at the Glendora Continental in Glendora, California, from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m., so see you fucks there. Uh, and lastly, Grass Store, everybody! One of the best cannabis delivery services I've ever, I've ever dealt with, bar none. They service L.A., Orange County! and select parts of the Inland Empire. Go to foobarshow.com and click on our grass store banner, and first-time users get 30% off of their purchase. 30, Josh. My goodness. I know. And now, without further ado, foos, episode 242, here we go. The Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fubar Show. Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Josie. I'm Josh. And Steph. Thank you all very much for listening to the Fubar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's f-double-o-bar-show.com and search f-double-o-bar-show on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out, drop us a line, and we'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foos? Up. Was that a thing now? Yes. Is that going to... No. Yes. No. Yes. He's bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. <sighs> All right. Yep. <laughs> All right. Stop going through my refrigerator before we start recording. <laughs> foo. It's a free country. It's, no, it's not what that's about. Uh, yes, it is in my book. <laughs> Anyway, on tap today, we have a lot to talk about in Geeking Out, Joint Report, Music Highlights, Foo Facts, and Sports, too. Yes, Foo. So we abs- found the sports, Foo. We found some sports? We, we found some. Okay, cool. So we'll discuss on sports a little bit. Um, but one thing before we actually get into any of that that I wanted to bring up that happened to uh, my band, The Fallen Electric, this week. And I want to kind of just put this out there as a... Um, a learning opportunity for other artists who are going through contract negotiations. And, you know, 
this one at least, thank goodness, wasn't too big of a deal. Like we didn't, we're not talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. You know what I mean? Everyone grab a seat. We're in for a tale. Well, it's going to be, it's a learning opportunity for sure. For sure. Now, uh, this is, in my brain, I'm processing this as it being unique to post-pandemic fuckery. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is because a lot of what happened yesterday, what transpired, uh, which I'll get to, uh, wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened if the pandemic didn't strike when it did, it, the economy didn't get shaken up the way it did. So let me explain. So uh, yesterday, I went to Brewery X uh, in Anaheim to go say hi to the new, uh, to the guy who hit me up because he wanted the Fall and Electric to play mm-hmm. um, the outdoor stage or an outdoor area there at Brewery X. And I've talked about Brewery X on this podcast before. Josh and Steph, you guys have been there. Yep. An awesome place, an awesome brewery, mm-hmm. huge. Uh, they had a huge stage in in the main warehouse where they actually brew the brews. Yep. And uh, what? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and so, um, but I checked it out. And they're doing everything outside. That actual. Uh, it's interesting when I walked around the warehouse. You know where the stage used to be. That's uh-huh. that's all gone. It's just backstock. So they just have uh-huh. pallets and pallets just kind of like there and steel. So it's more like an actual warehouse, warehouse now. Than it was as storage. A, yeah. So, uh, but instead he was showing me everything around the outside. Coincidentally, like out of just coincidence, pure coincidence, um, the promoter who, who originally booked us there um, throughout the course of maybe 2018 to 2020 probably played there six-ish times mm-hmm. because uh, he, he booked us there. Um, he hits me up and says, uh, hey, I need to be put... He saw... He must have seen the flyer, obviously, the flyer that we posted. Yeah. And he's like, hey, put me in touch with Brewery X because um, if you guys don't go through me, you can't... You got to cancel the show. And I'm like, what do you mean we got to cancel the show? We're doing the show. What the fuck? I responded. And he's like, no, you're contractually obligated to go through me because of the agreement that you signed. Uh, that's good. And then upon review, after he sent me that, I was like, this motherfucker, really? So yeah, we had to sign something to work through him. Um, and you know, it's funny because we reviewed everything when we signed it and everything looked pretty good. And if the pandemic never hit, we would still be using him to get booked there. Uh I'd, you know, nothing would have changed. Mm -hmm. Nothing would have changed. The relationship would have remained the same, but over the course of the last year and a half, uh, brewery x you know they changed staff they you know the the person who was contracting this promoter this booker Uh um was no longer there or at least maybe that that's no longer the person they actually have a new guy that they got there uh who then that's the guy who hit me up uh Mm -hmm. directly and he he's like the new purchasing manager for like uh for, for everything there including entertainment yeah and uh, he's like, no, we have no intention of using promoters anymore. You know, I actually enjoy booking bands. Like, I could just do it myself. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. However, you know, upon further inspection of the agreement that we signed back in late February of 2020 for a show that we were going to play in March of 2020, when shit hit the fan, that show never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the agreement says we're locked into him um, booking us at Brewery X for the next two years after that, after the signing of that agreement. And you signed it in February of last year? Of 2020. So we got a few more months to go before we let that lapse. And then we could contact Brewery X directly because they're not going to work with them. They're not going to work with them. So I even, uh, after the fact, 
So, okay. So then I talked to the guys. And yeah. I'm like, guys, this is what's happening right now. I'm actually at Brewery X. I just talked to him. Now I got this. What do you guys say? I mean, because obviously this guy is hitting me up with the tone like, I'm going to take you to small claims court. Yeah. Uh, because the agreement also says that if we don't go through him within the, the span of those two two years, uh-huh. we got to pay him not only $3,000, but whatever it is that they were going to pay us to to play that day. Damn. Dick. So, um, and I mean, there it is. There's my signature, you know? I can't I can't deny that we didn't sign yeah, it. Yeah, you signed it. Yeah, yeah. But... Um, he was he was he was uh, he, it's he sounds desperate this promoter and I'm uh, again I'm not mad I am I am irreversibly irritated at yes. the situation yeah I'm as, irritated to know like oh like I just I wanted to punch something really really hard because we not only do I love playing at Brewery X the the ambient there is amazing uh, but it's been a year and a half since we played there and I, I was excited to play an outdoor show and they were gonna pay us what we were, were right. getting paid you know to play but um i didn't think i didn't think that this guy was like um still tied to us or at least i didn't remember again we, we reviewed the, the the agreement the contract yeah. when we signed it but we thought nothing of it because we're just like well what's gonna happen what act of god is gonna ruin <laughs> you know planet earth right <laughs> <laughs> and nothing in the foreseeable future three weeks later <laughs> <laughs> A few moments later. Exactly. <laughs> so I signed that agreement and then... A few moments later. COVID hits, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and like, I just, like I just said, you know, staff members change. There's new responsibilities. They, they're trying to save a buck by not going through a middleman. Yeah. And, you know, getting it all booked up. But here I am being gung-ho about, yeah, let's do it. But co- it's so crazy how coincidentally he starts sending me these text messages as I'm about uh, as I'm in the parking lot of Brewery X about to leave. It's like Foo, Lady Luck was looking down upon you, mm-hmm. and then Bastard Disaster is just walking by, <laughs> fucking bouncing his basketball around. Oh, right. oh, oh! Josie's having a good time. Mm-hmm. The TFE are doing really well. Oh. Dude, fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. And um, so, so yeah, I, I, I went back inside and I called him up. I'm just like, hey, Trevor, can you come back out? I want to talk to you. And I just showed him the text messages. I was like, look, this is what just fucking happened. I just shook your hand like no more than eight minutes ago. And now I'm back to tell you that we're probably not going to be able to do the show. As I was talking to him, he was, uh, he was just like, just let me know before 5 p.m. today because now now he's just like, now I got to find another band. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, sure so I talked to the guys again, the band, and they're like, yeah, no, let's just, that's not a risk we we're willing to take. Um, and then I uh, I texted the promoter back of Tangent uh-huh. Productions like, dude, what is, I mean, yes, he's, he's right. He can totally strong arm us like this. But, but he's a piece of shit for doing it. But what a slimy fuck, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the timing, too, because... He told you just like two days before you were supposed to play. Well, I mean, I that it's hell I, of a power move, right? Well, not only well, I that's the same day that I posted the the flyer. Though. Yeah. Well, and so he probably was like, "Oh, hold on, whip my dick out. Mm-hmm. What are you doing again?" Yeah. No. Yeah. So he's trying to get his. Yeah, that's all it is. But he's not gonna get it. No. And after the fact, after I told him, I was like, uh, "All right, bro, I'm." You know, we canceled it. You know, you happy? Kind yeah. Of yeah. Canceled <laughs> yeah, we're canceling. We're not about to be strong armed or anything like that. And then he's just like, well, let me at least try to work this out with him. Give me the contact information. I'm just like, that's your legwork to do, bro. Yeah. It's not that I'm like, I just what I said was respectfully. You need to figure that out. Yeah. Right. And I, like, I didn't cuss at him. I didn't. I wasn't unprofessional one bit. 
mm-hmm. which is, I think, uh, you know, I, I think I would have been mad at myself if I lost my shit. Right. Well, you know? Fu, at least you're a calm, you know, calm, yeah. cool, and composed. Mm-hmm. But fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that yeah, guy, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. Well, I mean, because what he needs to understand is that well, after speaking with the procurement manager, is like they have no, they have no uh, plans to work with anybody like that. So it's just like he's just taking money off our. That's all it is. He's just yeah. like, if I'm not gonna get anything, nobody the motherfucker it. can get yeah. it. That's just hurting the band. Mm-hmm. Like that's hurting the artist. Yeah. Let's that's how these can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are with a mm-hmm. capital C food. Yeah. But you know what? It's. Uh, like in hindsight, it's kind of a good thing that he contacted you. Because imagine if he just did it. Just served. Yeah, man. Yeah. Imagine if he just let you play and then he's just like, you broke our contractual agreement. Mm. Boom. You're served. Right. Yeah. 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 He told, And he totally could have and would have. I mean, he, just based on the tone that he uh, yeah, that he, he had. He was ready. He was just nice enough, I guess, to give you a heads up. Yeah. She's like, yo, you're going to get sued, bro. So again, you know, I just wanted to bring up this story. While unfortunate, was a huge learning experience. Especially now, we have to consider more variables as artists when we sign things and and consider getting into some kind of agreement with somebody. Um, and sometimes it's necessary. You know, it's not it's not easy getting shows at like really nice locations, especially some shows that even pay for the stuff that we do. I mean, we play four hour shows, so you know, we can handle ourselves mm-hmm. um, for an entire evening. But um, that's just another variable that I, I need everybody out there who is uh, getting together with these promoters and things of the like to consider before you sign something, because now you're going to be tied to them for an X amount of time. Now, luckily for us, aside from not being able to generate any revenue from Brewery X uh, performances, we're not tied to him financially in any way, you know, mm-hmm. unless he decided to sue us. Like, yeah. But, but, you know, luckily that's not that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dude, like he he had eighteen months to continue a, a relationship with Brewery X, like, and now and now all of a sudden now he's trying to get it through us. At that point, I'm like, well, you need to figure it out. If if you're so worried about this account, you get off your ass and and fix it then. Yeah. Um, but no, I'm not about to help him out. No, with this that. is his problem now. Because by now I've already canceled the the Sunday show, and I'm just like, okay, well, I have nothing to lose now. <laughs> right. You know. But uh, well, this is a teachable moment, so it's yeah, kind of fine good to tooth know. comb people. Yeah, fine tooth comb. You even get the little monocle that they use to you know praise jewelry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, whatever works. Get in there, man. Just read yeah. them, motherfucker. Yeah, and again, if COVID never hit, this would not be an issue. We would be happy to sign in a, a two-year agreement. Well, because you would have already played there at least what two or three times, two or three more times by, yeah, now, yeah. by now. Yeah, at least. At least, because they were loving us. We were playing there once a month regularly. I mean, yeah. foo, it was a fun place to play. Oh, like, I love her. We got to play cornhole while you're up there playing, doing your jibby jabby. And the beers, though. The quality of those oh, beers are out of control. So delicious. They're so good. They so know how to make a beer at Brewery X. And there's so mm-hmm. many different places to get one. Uh, yeah. yeah. You got that little like stand out in the front <laughs> in that big warehouse. Yeah. You can go inside to the actual bar. You can go around to the other side to the other bar. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's beer fantastic. everywhere. Right. It's beer heaven, foos. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyway, aside from that, the the saga that was <laughs> getting Frontier Fios <laughs> was another thing that actually just I lost my shit. How many times over the course of the last three weeks? Oh, foo, it was goodness. like watching Frodo take the ring to Mordor. <laughs> foo, it's just like what is taking so fucking long? So I don't know. Three <laughs> weeks ago, more than three weeks ago, we were complaining that Spectrum was was shitty. 
Uh, I don't know mm-hmm. if it was on the podcast, but we were talking how it would like sometimes just go out on us here. Right. And um, and I think, Josh, you explained to us that because they use copper and it expands or some, there's some fuckery with the summertime heat. See, foos, uh, you know, metals. Metals expand in high heat. Yeah. And it's specifically when we're talking about electronics, that's why you're supposed to keep them in a cold environment so they don't overheat and don't expand, which is what happens to these... Well, you know, um, Ethernet cables and these Internet cables is that they start to expand and then sometimes they go out. You'll just have a random power outage or a random power surge and then it'll just slow everything fucking down. So it's like there's nothing you can really do mm-hmm. except change your fucking service provider. And so we went with Fios because they're using fiber optics and Correct. that that, you know, logistically should not happen anymore. No, we fi- shouldn't get those kinds of outages. Not at all. Fiber optics is. It's one the best because all it is is just a fucking wire yeah. with a little hole in the middle and light literally just bounces off of the walls. Mm-hmm. It's just light traveling. It's data. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. So it's meant to prevent that, but you have to have it installed. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, my and over the course of the last 34 years of life, whenever <laughs> we have had to get any kind of internet installed, it's usually just one guy. One guy, his truck, his tools to do everything. Whenever, even back in the 56K days, uh, you know, there was this guy who came over and ensured that, uh, that the, actually, you know, the, the telephone wire was good enough to be able to support 56K. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he would get up in the pole if he had to, you know, maybe give us a, a new updated uh, phone cable. Anyway, this, it was just one guy. Right. So the one guy shows up uh, three Saturdays ago and he's just like, well... You guys don't have, I mean, this, this neighborhood has Fios, but there's no line actually, you know, right behind your house readily available for me to just grab it. So I'm going to have to call some of the contractors to come out and install it. Okay. Not a problem. You know, my, I'm just like, I think nothing of it. Yeah. I think it's part, you know. Okay. Well, at least he wasn't here for more than a few minutes just to give me that information. And now I had to make myself available that following Wednesday. That following Wednesday rolls over. Um, Steph is getting ready to go to work. They knock on the door. I'm on the phone already, like working from home. Mm-hmm. Steph, show. Um, they're just like, we need to get to that pole right there. And Steph's just like, all right, go for it. And he's like, well, I need you to knock on your neighbor's door. <laughs> like I actually had to do leg work. Yeah. It's like almost nine o'clock in the morning. And we I'm don't like, know. We didn't, no fucking... heads up was given to us that we had to contact our neighbors to give them a heads up. But anyway, she she accomplishes what she needs to accomplish. They run the wire, like blah, I, blah, blah. Like it's such an inconvenience to the neighbors too because they're also getting ready for work. Mm-hmm. And I'm already running late. And you're you're just, yeah, I'm you're just the like, a-hole. Are like, you fucking hey, serious? Can I, we take 10 minutes of your time? I swear it's not about Jesus. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> First of all, I'm even surprised that they answered the door. Yeah, no kidding. Nobody answers doors. Because usually they'll just stand like right behind the door and oh, just wait it? for you to leave. Yeah, right. right. Uh, but you were wearing your scrubs, so I yeah. mean, they probably figured you were a neighbor or something. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> the, the, the neighborhood has COVID. Hide in your house. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I thought that these guys that were installing the the wire were also going to be the guys to install the modem, but they jammed. Like they, I, I stopped the, you know, I turned around for a minute and they were gone. Like even the trucks gone, everything. I was like, huh? They literally just had to throw the line over. Yeah, that's it. And so, uh, so I'm like, hey, Frontier, so what's up, dude? Like, 
are they coming back? <laughs> and they're like, no, that those were the contractors. We need to get a tech back over there. Oh, like, man. For fuck's sake, okay. I know that talk. So, all right. So the next uh, Saturday rolls over. Tech shows up, and he's just like, I can't install it. I'm not getting a signal. Where'd you say he, they got the cable from? I was like, that pole right there. He's like, this sh- should have been that pole right there. I was like, you say what now? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? So, come again. Come again. So yeah, I can't do anything uh, until they install it there. So we got to call him back out. It's like, oh, amazing. All right, cool. He's like, well, I'm, I'm actually going to try to come back. I got to take my lunch anyway. Uh, I'll try to come back. Uh, give me like, give me 30 minutes to an hour. And I was like, okay, cool. Because also he was trying to get to the pole himself. Uh, but he was too fat for the uh, for the belt that was oh, in the truck man. that he was using. So, uh, <laughs> smash cut to four hours later when nobody shows up yet. Uh, I get no you know no response. Or That's a long like ass that. lunch. It's a long ass lunch. I was like, this fat ass is definitely not fitting in that <laughs> in that belt anymore or getting up the pole. Anyway, I I contacted. I was like, hey Frontier, what was your boy at? He's like, ah, we got to reschedule. <laughs> we got to. We got to reschedule for them to come back out. And uh, so Wednesday rolls around uh, and then they fix it. And then, uh, and yeah, yeah, we fi- fucking finally actually got it now. Like he actually came through with it. It was so annoying. Was- so freaking annoying. But I was like laying into him as I was contacting them. Uh, and, you know, I think I got a couple months for free. So I'm like, I'm cool now. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> But yeah, files is the way to go, everybody. I, I guess that's the moral of the story. You just gotta be patient. Wait. <laughs> wait. It's like you know what this reminded me of. It reminded me of the Seinfeld episode where Kramer was just playing cat and mouse with that cable guy. Oh, the to cable have it guy. uninstalled. <laughs> yeah. it, where he's hiding in Jerry's apartment. He's running, jumping over roofs, avoiding this fucking <laughs> cable guy. <laughs> it, it, it was just ridiculous. But God. Damn those bastards, man. Always make you wait. I do. Uh, For a community. <laughs> anyway. Community. Yeah, well, that, that's, that was the saga that was uh, getting freaking Fios. Riveting. And now <laughs> I have to cancel Spectrum. Oh, good luck with that. Well, it's going to take it's, three hours. If it's anything like when I was uh, 12 years old trying to cancel AOL, one of the... Uh, you know, I put that on my resume. Huh? Yeah. Canceling <laughs> AOL back in fucking 1999. <laughs> I knew how to install Net Zero on my parents. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I actually did use Net Zero for a little bit, and oh, that was one of the worst connections I've ever had to deal with. Fifty-six k with ads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the pop-up ads, and it's just like, dick. It's just slowing everything down. Internet should be free. Yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, are you guys ready for some geeking out? We got a lot to discuss. Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cash back. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com rewards. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. 
Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You can't get much for five bucks these days. Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus, four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Geeking Out is brought to us by the Peter Parker School of Web Design. Registration for fall classes is now open. Oh, nice. Thanks. I want to go to there. (laughs) I want to go to there. So uh, we had a lot going on in Marvel, uh, but a bunch of other stuff going on as well. Where do you want to start? Well, Foo, uh, let's start with Marvel, with Marvel's What If, finally pretty, a premiere. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet indeed, Foo. Mm-hmm. It, it finally mm-hmm. premiered in, on Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, which it will be premiering. Every episode is will be premiering on Wednesday. That's the new That's the new Friday. thing? That's the new Friday, according to Disney, uh, especially they since they kicked it off with Loki. So every other series now will now be premiering on Wednesdays exclusively. Okay. Um, All right. And it was a very interesting episode, guys. I mean, we find... It pretty much starts off where we're hearing the voiceover of the Magnificent Watcher. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's telling us a story that, you know, just a single a single decision changes everything. And in this one, it was particularly focused on the first Avenger. And it was the what if Peggy Carter was Captain America. Captain or the first Carter. Ava- Ca- the first Avenger is what they, yeah. they termed it. And so the decision that was made was when, if you guys remember the first Avenger, when uh, Peggy's talking to Steve before he gets in that machine, um, the the doctor asks her if she wants to take a seat up in the balcony, and she does. Mm-hmm. She sits up in the balcony. That's where the Hydra agent is at. He's not in the vicinity at all. Mm-hmm. So, boom, we get Steve Rogers. Well, and what if... Peggy decides to stay on the floor, the the surgery floor, and that just pretty much opens the invitation for all the senators and stuff to be right there on the floor mm-hmm. with her. And even before Steve gets in there, boom, we see the Hydra agents jump into action and try to destroy it. And everything goes to shit. Steve gets shot, and the doctor blows up, which is fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> and then, and so Peggy has no other decision but to jump in. She's the only viable one that can take the dosage. And because they didn't want to let that technology go to waste. Yeah. They only, they only had one shot at it. And, um, and uh, yeah, so she gets in. She gets in. And so um, she gets in. She gets the dosage. She fucking becomes an Amazon woman. She's like even three feet taller. Um, and super buff dude yeah, she's she, yoked. she is like fucking up tanks like steve <laughs> didn't even do that shit in the first avenger like she was just 
on point. She was already stronger than Steve to begin with. Yeah, and where it yeah. really differed was that the fact that they didn't use her for propaganda material yeah. like they did with Steve. Why do you figure that is? Because I mean, think about it, dude. This she's is the 1930s. Woman? She's a woman. Yeah. Women have are have no well, they have they have sex appeal, obviously, but they they have no real appeal with men at the to time to influence like war decisions. Exactly, especially war bonds. bonds. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be like, what does a woman know? What does a dame know about war? Like, yeah. you know, and no one really knows that, hey, she can do this shit just as well, if not better than Steve. Yeah, and that's what they really emphasized during this episode. Yeah. Like how she was just always overlooked. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. just like a woman shouldn't be a part of this. Yeah. Even after, even after becoming a, uh, the first Avenger, she was still being like, oh, she still can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know if you guys realize that was Bradley Whitford as that senator mm-hmm. or that, um, that, that colonel or whatever that was taking credit for everything. Yeah. Um, so it's just like that character was just a major douche, yeah. Oh, yeah. major douche, but it was great. It was a great start. We see Steve get into the, uh, what looks like the iron monger. It's like a precept to iron man. It's kind of, it looks like the iron man that he created in that cave. Yeah, exactly. The first iron man. Right. Yeah. So Howard Stark actually had that technology. He already, well, mm-hmm. and he, he had mentioned it in, in iron man too. We figured that, that, that he did have the repulsor technology figured out or uh, at least thought about it iron man 2 was so long ago for me yeah and i try not to think about iron man 2 i think about the plot mm-hmm. food i don't think about the actual acting that helps okay. Okay. that helps that helps okay. that helps a lot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. yes yes <clears throat> well foos any anywho um we still get to meet bucky uh instead now um instead of hydra using the tesseract for weapons they use it to open up a fucking portal to goddamn Cthulhu <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell was in there. It looked like Cthulhu. Yeah, I mean, chances are it was yeah. most likely Cthulhu. Yeah. yeah, I mean, jeez, that was crazy. He died almost instantly, was crushed. Red Skull didn't even make it. Nah. <laughs> and then you see Peggy and Steve, you know, share that exchange that was similar, a mirror image of his goodbye to her when he was in the plane. And she goes through the portal. That dance. That, that last that dance. Last dance foo, that last I dance. I like to get to know you. Before I fuck you, baby! <laughs> <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that song goes. Teddy Pentegrass. Teddy Pentegrass, everyone. Teddy Pentegrass. <laughs> oh, God. And then, uh, and then we see her come out of the other side of the portal. And... She's in intru- Goddamn stuff. Get pull it together, Steph. Pull it together. <laughs> Composed. And Your shit scene. together, Steph. Oh god. Continue. <laughs> and then she comes out on the other side of the portal, and then she meets Nick Fury and a Hawkeye. Present day. Present day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how she instead of being frozen for how long, like she just, Steve, she yeah. just goes through the portal. Which again, that's actually a very creative way of doing that. That's mm. that was awesome. That was great. Yeah, and that just opens the door for the rest. I mean, we still have do to you see. Think, do you think oh. Steve will become the Winter Soldier because of all of what happened? He didn't I had get caught. I had originally thought so, but when they he had fell off the train, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. But when they found him, like the very end, and he was with her, that's what I knew. No, he probably is. He probably helped. You know, found Shield. Maybe mm. I don't know. I really. So there I, is no Winter maybe. Soldier in this particular world. Maybe no. not. No, because remember, no. she saved Bucky from falling off mm-hmm. that train. Yeah, oh. so Bucky survived. I mean, Bucky's oh, well, so his armor. Yeah, yeah, like that little <laughs> quip there. So yeah. that alone changes 
that changes everything because now we're going to see what's happened up to that point. Like maybe Captain Marvel's even different because remember she happens in the 90s mm. and Steve mm-hmm. and Peggy technically arrives at 2015 or no, yeah. 20, 2012. Yeah, 2012. That's yeah. When the, before the first of well, was, when the Avenger happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. remember Avengers happens like supposedly a few weeks after yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because I mean, we're going to see T'Challa become Star-Lord. We still got to see mm-hmm. the zombie slayer Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, which I can't is, wait for Marvel Zombies. Marvel Zombies is going to be dope because <sighs> that's where Spider-Man has the um, le- cloak of levitation. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. And then... Um, Dr. Spider. Yeah. Then that's we're what gonna I'm calling see him. Vision obtaining all six Infinity Stones. Okay. Um, Does he go mad with power or something? Dude, he goes insane. It's going to be great. I can't wait. There's Vision still, will fuck a lot of people up. And Dang. There, there's a couple of other ones, too, that they haven't, um, like, promoed, but there's supposed to be a couple of more. I think they're... Uh, let me, I'll look up how many episodes in total, but goddamn, it's going to be so good. And uh, we're going to see Chadwick Boseman's pretty much last performance as yeah. T'Challa. Mm-hmm. Right. I really like uh, Steve Rogers' character, and he still kept that, you know, his integrity. Yeah. And his awesome superhero-ness even though he wasn't a super soldier right well like, that was his that, i mean yeah, that, that was really his yeah. defining quality yeah and that's yeah. that's great that they still kept it that way yeah you know that's not going to change and think rightfully so when well, he still became something you know he, he was did, that yeah. iron man yeah. type yeah he was still a hero mm-hmm. he was yeah. a he was the hydra smasher as they called him <laughs> yeah. yeah um so there's actually a total of nine episodes Ooh. Um, for what if and based on uh, just snapshots of the trailers to the rest of the season it seems like they're going to utilize Captain Carter quite a bit throughout the season perhaps because they may sh- they may um, see what show the what other if, Avengers yeah. yeah like what happens in this world that she has to then now lead mm-hmm. oh there's the other one was that Killmonger saves Tony Stark oh wow yeah right. so somehow Killmonger ends up saving Tony Stark it yeah i yeah there's time there's nine total episodes um in this season so we're gonna get a lot of content i mean again i've only really like said four four other ones that they've promoted and the other ones they're still pretty tight-lipped um oh one of them is uh loki wields thor's hammer loki Loki is the wielder of uh, mjolnir interesting yeah oh yeah man it's it's gonna be good I, i can't wait for it to you know to get better. Uh, so what do you guys give episode number one? What's your rating? I really liked it. Like, I, I, I'm ready to give it a nine. Wow. Out of oh. ten. Like, I really enjoyed myself okay. during, the, during that watch. Because um, the, the way he explained it, the watcher, the way he explained it is like, and at this very point is where the, everything just changes. And, and it led you down that path. It was, you know what? It, it took me back to when I was a kid and I was reading those books, those uh, Pick Your Own Destiny books. Is that what yeah. they're called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. And that was cool. And they the way they executed everything was really well done. A lot of parallels to the original uh, First Avenger, like when she was getting out of the, the, the tank that turned her into Captain Carter. Yeah. And even like her facial expressions, putting if you put them together side by side with the Steve Rogers version, this is like she, she does this grimace and a couple blinks. Yeah. The same thing. And even when they're going into like her and then the rest of the guys behind her and she's, you know, shooting with the gun, that same little sequence 
with the, the first Avenger when it's Steve, you know, shooting his gun, with, yeah. you know, going through it, going through World War II. Mm-hmm. So um, I really liked, I really liked all that and the fact that they still made Steve a, a hero out of it. You know, like he didn't lose out from, from getting into the action just because he was a small guy. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a nice touch, too. Um, yeah, and, and like I said, they're going to keep using her, so who kn- uh, we're still going to follow this world. Of what mm-hmm. what happens because what domino effects happens because she, Steve doesn't become Captain America, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, cool. All right, Steph, what about you? I'd give it. I'd probably give it a nine out of ten because I think for this one episode they explained everything mm-hmm. as it should be, and it pretty much concluded itself open, but opened its doors to other possibilities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for this one episode, I, I think I thought it was great. Um, I like the way that Captain Carter really fought for like her right as a woman to be there. Even, yeah. you know, she's a super soldier. So she and mm-hmm. she just needs to keep on fighting. So I, I'm interested to see if they actually continue with her in the other episodes. Yeah. Much you, right. Josh. Well, Foos, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, I'm going to kind of disappoint you guys here. Oh, what the fuck? Um, so Story-wise, oh, here we go. Nine out of ten, Foos. Yeah. What? Great. Nine out of ten, story-wise. I, but I, there's more. But there's I, more. Yeah, there he's is going to disappoint us in a second. There is more, Foos, because story-wise, it was a great way to retell an, a new a new adventure. But animation-wise and voice acting could have been a little better. There was a lot of times where I felt disconnected in the animation, um, on the voice acting spe- specifically. You know, like. A lot of it felt a little too over the top. It, it, I think they kind of forced it on a couple of scenes. Um, like when Steve flies in. Steve? It's just, it kind of was like, oh, German, you could have, oh, like, oh, come on, come on, come on. I was way more forgiving than you then. I, yes, you you were, you were. Because I did notice that, but I'm like, it's a cartoon. Yeah, it is. So that's why, <laughs> I mean, but I give yeah. it, overall, I give it an 8.5. Not a full 90. <laughs> It, it could have been a little better, but I think it's going to get better going forward. It, I think each episode is just going to be top notch. Dude, fuck you. Oh, <laughs> All right, we're going to fight. We're going to fight. We're, we're going to fight. fight. We're going to fight. Yeah, is that what you want to do today? You want to fight? Yeah. We're fighting? We're fighting? All right, we're fighting. Yeah, I'll, I'll throw on our, our fighting music. Well, that's not it. Yes, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, carry on. All right, Foos. Well, you know what? That's not the only big premiere we had this week, Foos. We had a really big one, Titans Season 3. That's right, man. Now on HBO with that HBO budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You can tell. You can tell they have a bigger budget now, and I don't think that they would be, They would have been able to pull off the Batcave as well as they did with those holograms with the big penny and that T-Rex. And the T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, I like that touch. That was a that nice was cool. touch. Chef's kiss, foos. Yeah, and not only that, not only did we get one episode, we not only got two episodes, we got three whopping episodes right off the bat. Now, I have thoughts, Josh, but I want to hear what you have to say. Okay, what are your thoughts, foo? I want to hear what you have to say. (laughs) Motherfucker. (laughs) Well, foos, I enjoyed all three episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Episode one was a nice intro into, you know, Jason, where they're at now after post three months, you know, they're fully functioning as the Titans where Nightwing's the, you know, the leader. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, they're becoming popular even to where the, you know, media's like capturing them, which 
like in the comics, that's essentially what happens. Like yeah. Yeah. the Titans are, you know, superstars. And it's funny because Beast Boy actually becomes like their spokesman with the media later on. So we'll start seeing that. But we're starting to see Beast Boy really like kind of think, okay, I got to start changing into other stuff. It can't just be this damn tiger all the time. Right. Um, and then, you know, we're seeing uh, Connor. Connor's kind of coming into his own as Superboy. And, dude, it's so dope because they're really utilizing the fast brain like yeah. they do with the Flash. Mm-hmm. So this dude's fucking a genius and can figure anything out, but he's just so socially inept. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's half Lex Luthor. So Lex yeah. Luthor's pretty smart to begin with. Yeah, exactly. So he has that side. And then on top true. of that, being able to use Superman's ability to increase his intelligence at, mm-hmm. a, rapid, at a rapid rate. Yeah, it's it, it's a great, great way, great actor portraying him, too. Um, and how, then, yeah, go ahead, Seth. How cute is Crypto, though? Oh, Crypto is oh, so good. pretty dope. Love it's crypto. so good. And I love how they do him, too. Like, Crypto speak. Freaking destroys the fucking uh, the guy's eardrums, um, and the guy the the character at the beginning of it they're going in and um, trying to stop someone from stealing some type of tech from Dayton Laboratories, and the villain is actually none other than Gizmo, mm-hmm. who works with um, the Joker on occasion. Mm. So um, there's that connection between the Joker and them, and so then it shows all the Titans you know making this successful the successful catch. And then we cut to, you know, Jason. Or actually, no, that's how it opens, isn't it? Uh, yeah, the, the cold open is Jason going into... Uh, well, he's he's telling Bruce, hey, I know where the Joker is and we can get him. Yeah, he's like the guy in the chair right now at yeah. this point, like listening to police radio. And they say they found the Joker in an abandoned carnival yeah. uh, for trespassing. And it pretty much just lures jason there bruce says i'm not going to be there in the morning so don't do nothing yeah don't go alone don't go least. alone and jason instead but takes... he's he's under the influence of some kind of drug yeah because we okay. see him look at that mask right yeah. with that yellow liquid that he makes apparently yeah and we find out a little bit later in that episode that that's in fact what's going down yeah. um and then he gets killed by the joker you know following the death in the family um, not exactly, but not exactly. It's, it's but a, it's a version. It's a version. Right. Um, but this was the cold open. Exactly. So it happened so fast, really quickly. The first ten minutes of this pre- of the season premiere is with the death in the family. Yeah, and what's even crazier is how much it t- how long it takes for him to become Red Hood. Like no time at all. Like next week. Like the the ne- like three days after this dude supposedly dies, all of a sudden he he comes out as well obviously we don't know it's jason yet but if you're a comic fan you know you know but but they introduced red hood at the end of this episode pretty much same way they do in the comic which i liked that was a nice touch Mm -hmm. where he gets all the mob bosses lieutenants Mm -hmm. heads puts them in the bag and like gets them all to meet and pretty much tells them i'm the i'm going to be the protector against the soups like don't touch them and true to form the next episode is which is titled red hood yeah um, we see him in his full glory, which was amazing. Um, I mean, I like that helmet though. Kieran Walters yeah. is doing a Pretty great slick, job. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. job as Red Hood, Robin slash um, Jason Todd. And uh, you know, up to this point too, we get a kind of update on Don and Hank. Mm-hmm. Hank, Hank is a bike cop. Yeah, in DC. In DC, with a fierce mustache, yeah. that cop mustache. <laughs> Bicycle shorts and Bicycle all. Bicycle shorts and no. all. They are tactical shorts, mind you. <laughs> He's all huge. 
Right? Yeah. Doesn't and even fit on that bike. His partner's grilling him the whole time. Like, come on, what was you doing? What were you doing before? And then yeah. he finally tells him, I was a bird. I was a bird with claws and wings. He doesn't believe him. All right, fine. Don't tell me. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Keep your secrets. Keep your secrets. Oh, man, it was great. Uh, and then at the end of the... And, oh, man, it, it... Then, you know, Hawk, Dove obviously goes, joins everyone in, with Dick um, in Gotham. And you know what I kind of left out? I, I'm sorry. This was a huge detail on episode one. It was the very end. The big shocker of oh, an ending right. to this episode. Dick and Barbara had met with Bruce that day and pretty much made him feel like shit for not really grieving and just not taking in the fact that Jason well, died. And then Dick also found Bruce looking at other candidates for a new Robin. Exactly. He caught and him in the bat cave like, what the fuck are you doing? And eagle-eyed comic fans will mm-hmm. realize that everyone on that list is actually a Robin in the comic books. Yeah. yeah. Stephanie Brown. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a Cassandra Cain. Um, Carrie. Uh, the one from Batman Returns. Uh, uh, okay. or the, yeah, the Dark Knight Returns. The... the the redhead, the redhead girl. with the glasses. Yeah, I yeah. can't Stephanie remember. Brown. Her last. Ste- no, that's not Stephanie Brown. Stephanie Brown's the blonde. She becomes the um, spoiler. God damn it! We need to learn our Robins better. And of course, Tim Drake. Of course, and Tim Drake. Yeah, yeah. Tim Drake shows up on there, and we actually see him reading about, you know, which by the way Batman. is by like who, nobody asked. For nobody that. asked for it. I mean, you can <laughs> do what you got to do. Yeah, it's fine. Love I who mean, you got to love. Love who you got to love. But I mean, well, who cares? But nobody. The, the comic so, characters. Nobody cares. Guys. The comic characters. Anyway. Also, by the way, Tim Drake is my favorite Robin. You know why? Because he's the best Robin. Get the fuck out. Go. No. Dick Grayson was a better Nightwing than he was a Robin. Mm, that's an argument. That's an argument. Tim Drake was the better Robin. You want to fight? <laughs> no, because you can actually kill me with your fist, so I don't want to do that. Cue the fight music. I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> She's going to hurt me, fool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right. As long as there's a waltz involved, that's fine. <laughs> well, foos, you know, because Bruce is stricken by grief, because Dick scolded the shit out of him, called mm-hmm. him a, just a piece of shit, really. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce didn't like that. Bruce didn't like that. And Bruce had the audacity, though, to, to ask Dick, do you want to be Robin? It's... It's yours. Do you want to? Right. It's Last just like, resort. You motherfucker. Like, I literally created a completely new identity to forget that. And yeah. now you ask. And it's kind of it's kind of funny because that's very actually, tone deaf. Yeah. Like and, the irony of, of Batman about being a loner is extremely codependent. Yes. It's fucking. Oh, my God. Mind games. Right. Bullshit. Um, yeah. So then later we see Dick asleep in his room. And then in storms in Bruce with a fucking crowbar that's all bloodied up. Yeah. And he says, I did it. I finally did it. I just decided that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with all of it. And he drops it. Drops it and tells Dick, the city's yours now. Be Mm -hmm. a better Batman. And then just straight up bounces. Bounce. Like, like, Like we don't know where he goes. What the fuck is Dick supposed to do with that? Like, and that's literally like the look on his face, which... Brendan Thwaites is a great Dick Grayson. Like the the casting is always is is great to yeah. to the T. Yeah. But he played it really well, and I was so fucking shocked. It's like, are you fucking kidding? Because that me? doesn't happen in the co- in the comic. Not like that. Not like that. No. Um, uh, we've seen Bruce be absent, but he would never leave the city. 
on his own accord. Yeah. Like but said. I think I do like this this interpretation of all of this because really this shows Bruce going to the breaking point. Mm-hmm. And not only people trying to uplift him, but people pushing him over that edge. Yeah. With Dick and Barbara pretty much just hitting the nail on the His coffin. kids. Yeah. Quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. if you think about it, in the comics, Bruce had Alfred. Bruce yeah. had Commissioner Gordon. Mm-hmm. What were the two main pieces missing in this whole in this um, particular world? Commissioner Gordon's dead. Yeah, Alfred's dead. Alfred's dead. So he doesn't have that sounding board, with Alf- which Alfred used to be that 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 guiding light. Yeah. So he's missing all of and that. And then um, Barbara Gordon isn't the Oracle. At least if she was, she isn't anymore. Exactly. She's, she's Commissioner Gordon. She's Commissioner Gordon. She's very anti-Batman. Like yeah. it kind of gives me that feel of remember in Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. When the older Barbara Gordon was super against Batman and yeah. just did not want to have anything. That's how exactly. She's like, I'm done with him. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what this reminded me mm-hmm. of. And um, y- we see what happens with Bruce. He he loses it and does something that none of us would have thought. I I kind of feel like this is a, it's a mixture of death in the family and battle for the cowl. Um, for those of you that don't know, in battle for the cowl, Batman is supposedly dead. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, he dies from dark side. So pretty much Gotham city has no Batman. Yeah. So Tim, um, pretty much goes to Dick and he says, you're the only one that can be Batman. I can't be Batman. I'm Robin. Robin, right. Batman always needs a Robin, which is why I'm sure Steph feels he's a better Robin, which, okay. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. I obviously want, I don't want to walk a flock of meme. I okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get beat up. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and and well, Dick. I'm curious. I'm curious because I, I obviously you you have thoughts. Who do you think is the better Robin? Legit, logically speaking, Steph is correct because Tim is the only one that was proudly wore the mantle of Robin, whereas even though he quit and he successfully quit, he successfully <laughs> quit, but he kept the name Robin instead, Red Robin, mm-hmm. or actually no, now he's Drake. Now he's not even Robin. Now he's Drake. I just I, I don't know. He came so out. Now he raps. He now he raps. Came out of retirement. Okay. Wait, as no, they but do. You know, he has a ghostwriter. So, I mean, yeah. you know, what are you yeah. going to do? <laughs> he missed the gig. Yeah. He's on contract now. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Got it. So, okay. So, yeah. you agree with Steph then? I agree with based Steph. Based on that argument. I, I do. I do. And based on that argument, yeah. Because Jason Todd was the fucking worst. We can all agree that Jason Todd was and is the worst. <laughs> Just the <laughs> worst. He's a dick. He's a dick. He's a, he's a yeah. very good anti-hero. They created a really good anti-hero, though. Very much so. Very Born much so. On the streets, died in the streets. Mm-hmm. Gang, gang. The streets. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, so again, continuing on the storyline here, we go into episode two, where we see um, the Titans come together because Dick needs fucking help. <laughs> you know, saving the city, and Red Hood starts making his play, where he starts fucking doing this crazy ass like psychological warfare with everyone Mm -hmm. um very joker-esque very much so and it's funny because i mean he takes on the moniker of red hood which the joker was the one that was the original red hood yeah so you know he he's kind of using the joker's same tactics hiding capsules underneath people's skin that's supposed to set off at like a certain time Mm -hmm. and it caused them to die like instantly uh Pretty much faking out the cops and everyone, thinking that hostages or people that are, you know, being held hostage are trying to rob a bank. Yeah. 
and then you find out that nope, uh-uh, they're actually part of the gang and they're there to ambush the the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, we they finally kind of come all to come together and realize like, yo, this is where he's hiding out. And they they catch Red Hood, and they figure out at the very end that it's Jason. You know, they smash part of his mask, and you see him. Yeah. You see Jason. And then Dick, throughout this whole process, is working with um, Scarecrow. We find out Scarecrow's a pothead. That's, you know, just trying <laughs> that to That was get a nice him. touch. That was a nice touch, man. Well, of course. <laughs> but he didn't have a lighter for him. It's all right, man. He had, he had connections. He has connections. He has connections, bro. He likes a mice mild sativa. <laughs> really mellows him out. Like, I have so much in common with him. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much in common with Scarecrow. Who knew? I mean, who knew that all you needed was to give psychopaths weed? Yeah. Yeah. Legalize weed. Yep. Legalize it. That's why I haven't killed anybody <laughs> yeah. lately. Chill. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, the the Scarecrow um, is actually played by Vincent Carthizer. Uh, if you guys have seen Mad Men, he's mm-hmm. been in Mad Men. Um, he was also in Indian in the cover uh, in the cupboard. He was like was the he the kid? Brother. He was the older brother. Oh yeah, the older brother that the kid was trying to tell about. I've seen that movie since I was like ten. I like I know. that. Movie. That was a great movie. That was though. a good series was of a books. Good. Yes. Yeah, yes. the sequels were pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah. Um, and uh, I I can't remember what else he's been in, uh, but he's actually uh, married to uh, Alexis Bedell, who is in uh, what is it? What's that annoying ass girl show? Um, what the hell? Is Gilmore know. Girls. There it is. There's a lot of them. The original. Well, yeah, that's where because she's from, they, right? Oh, they did a reboot. They, yeah, they did yeah. a reboot on, or not um, a reboot, a sequel to it. My sister and my mom are watching that shit. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I that's never, right. You're not a real girl. That's no, I never <laughs> really watched any of those <laughs> She's a fake shows. Woman. Yeah, I forgot. She's one of them fake ones. So fakies. <laughs> I'm full bitch on this one. I'll admit it. <laughs> and you're, you're a full one, so. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then uh, the, the final episode that at least was released so far um, is is a fucking tearjerker man we we see that they're all trying to come to the realization that jason is the red hood right and hank is just like fuck him we're killing this little bastard and he has this whole tit for tat with uh don that makes him feel bad so jason calls him like as if he's an addict he doesn't know what to do like he's on some shit bro like i need fucking help yeah and he makes hank go through these like loops to try Mm -hmm. to finally go to this empty gymnasium like this pool yeah indoor pool makes him strip down naked which is fucked up well that was my favorite part of i'm sure episode. i'm sure <laughs> it was. is yoked he is he, he definitely got he got bigger for bigger. season three yeah yeah it's tad. even though he was a uh, dc bike cop he got bigger <laughs> for that it's tad. come on food tad castle food tad mm. castle always delivers remember every day's leg day yeah every Every day is like day. Every day. <laughs> uh, so everyone figures out, like, Hank's gone. Like, where the fuck did he go? Well, Hank shows up. And he has a nice little present to uh, to give to everyone. Jason implanted a... Bomb. <laughs> bomb on A time chest. bomb that is based on his heartbeats. Fuck so it. he only gave him so many heartbeats left. He's so fucking sadistic. Yeah. And think about it, dude. A panic attack, anything that would cause his heartbeat just to raise slightly would just decrease Having sex time. with Dove. Yeah, that right? wasn't the smartest thing to do. He took at least a few minutes from his life. <laughs> <laughs> and then she ends up killing him at the end. 
Yeah, which was even more fucked up. The fact that Jason Jason really fucked with Dawn, like made her do all these things and in front of Dick she had to make a choice of either save save Hank by pressing the button or kill Jason. Mm-mm. And that was she, crazy. She she chose wrong because when she tried to save Hank, she actually had the detonator. Yeah. And yeah. Superboy arrives just in time with the actual with everything with the with the, the cure. electronic cure to not you know to defuse the to bomb defuse the bomb mm-hmm. and pull it out and just as he arrives boom he, Hank blows up it explodes explodes man all because Don fucked up mm-hmm. like Jason ain't Jason playing for keeps he played for keeps <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah he is yeah man this is a great great yeah. retelling of the Red Hood storyline and, and you don't Jones. mess up <laughs> yeah man it yeah. was it was tough man it was tough to watch but um does that happen in the comics does hank have to die like that well the hawk and dove characters are they're strange because as we've seen here you know like the brother donnie died mm-hmm. um i can't recall if hank actually ever dies i think he does at one point i have um, no idea they kind of just kind of fade in and out they are mm-hmm. they're always like small time characters they're mm-hmm. rarely ever you know a part of the big picture so right the the fact or they're that, just humans like they're just really good fighters yeah that's yeah. all it is yeah so i mean i mean they're just like dick they're just acrobatic mm-hmm. you know don was an ex-ballerina so um yeah it, it's it's tough man it was really tough to see hank die like that yeah i have a few issues with the episode so far Wait, okay First of all, the way that they introduced Jason as Red Hood, it's like they took all of the comic material and just put it into two hours yeah. worth of on-screen time. Mm-hmm. It's just like you just took like years of material and just kind of like rushed it. And, you know, I probably would have been just a little bit more forgiving if they actually kind of like insinuated that there was some kind of time jump. I would have been cool with that. That's honestly what I was expecting. Uh-huh. Um, I personally was not expecting it to be... Like, he's dead. Next week, next he's week Red Hood. He's Red Hood. But if you really think about what's going on, all the other pieces, like the promo they, they had on the for the next couple of episodes, yeah. you find out that Scarecrow's actually working with Jason. Mm-hmm. That that material and that chemical was help made by by scarecrow Mm. so jason overall had the the whole thought of you know he he set batman up he wanted batman to go off the edge he knew that if he died that would set batman off yeah so it's a it's a very interesting retelling um especially since they've already done a lot of they've kind of had a little bit more liberties with the titan storyline to begin with right like with trigon with um deathstroke even Mm-hmm. Even though the Deathstroke storyline was badass, the, the way they retold it, oh, yes. I'm giving this a chance because it's still badass the way they're retelling it. Well, and the my thoughts on this is that they're moving so fast as if there may not be a fourth season. Or do you think that they're doing this just in case that they don't get renewed? Because I don't think there's been any kind of... Uh, any kind of announcement saying that there is going to be a... They, all we know is that they renewed it for three seasons right. or for a third season, and now we're in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you think about that, man? Because I get it now if they just want to get the storyline in. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Well, there's there's 13 episodes in this season. Yeah, It's going to be a 13-episode season. Um, 
I, I, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm gonna look up if there's gonna be a season four. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a little concerned that there may not be another one. But I think that they're really banking on the success of this season mm-hmm. to, to keep them going. Um, I'll, I'll look up if they have a season. And, you know, I think that Batman, Bruce, I think he's going back to meet with uh, Raj. You think that's where he was actually going? I think that's where he went. And I think that's why I know that there's going to be an episode entitled Lazarus Pit. Oh, we did talk about this. That's right. So there might be there might be a Batman at the Lazarus Pit situation. uh, Maybe just after Jason left. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, but be. but it has to. I mean, they're, they're going to discuss it for sure. Mm-hmm. It's just how they're going to go about it. And now, is there going to be flashbacks to maybe a few days before of him transforming? Because you know, we all know that when somebody dies, gets put in the Lazarus pit, comes back to life, they're still a little quirky. Like they're still a little bit more violent or more beast-like than than they went in. They're missing a little piece of themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, they actually go through like a bloodlust where yeah. they they just want to kill. Um, specifically the one that killed them. Mm -hmm. Like that becomes their main motivation is that they need to, if they don't kill the one that killed them, then they need to just kill to to satiate that bloodlust. Maybe that's what he's going through right now. uh, One week later. Yeah, that's that's the part I have a problem with, or at least I, I, that gives me doubts is because of how fast it all kind of just goes through it. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, again, yeah, you are right, Fu. They don't have... They, they currently don't have plans for season four. I believe they most likely are waiting for the results of this season. Yeah. Um, so right now, the remaining episode lists are... Episode four will be Blackfire. Okay. Episode five will be Lazarus. Okay, there it is. Uh, yeah. Episode six will be Lady Vic. Episode seven, 51%. Mm-hmm. Eight, Home. Nine, Souls. And ten, Troubled Water. Um, so they haven't revealed 11 through 13 yet. Okay. So pretty much, guys... Probably reveal something by giving uh, away the titles. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. I mean, because remember, the la- the finale last season was Nightwing. Yeah, So that's true. they don't yeah. want to give away that one up too soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, just watch. Guys, watch. Support this show. It's a great show. Um, it's really all we got. It's all we got, man. In the DC world. And, and the reason why, Fu, I think, you know, they're, they're not renewing it right away. Hmm. You got to think about it. This series came from DC Universe. Yeah. So it didn't, you know, they're, they're gauging it to see if it'll have that same type of success or more mm-hmm. on the new HBO Max platform. I don't see them pushing it, though. You know what I mean? They're not pushing it. Like it's You know how, like, when you click on a movie or on another show on HBO, it'll give you a preview of something? Really? I'm, it I'm came not, up the first one on mine. Really? Yeah. I'm not seeing it like I'm seeing others. Huh. Anyway, that's just me. Maybe it is, Foo. You gotta mm-hmm. check, change your ads. Change your cookies, Foo. Change How do you do that? On my just, Apple TV? You just clear it. You can clear your cookies, Foo. Really? It's yeah. a network device, man. Mm-hmm. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Foo's keep, you know, stay tuned. There's gonna be a lot more craziness in this series of Titans, and I love it. I love it so far. Um... What would you give each of these episodes? Oh, man. I'm not, I'm not going to be so polite let's, on this one. Let's keep it. Yeah, let, let's, <clears throat> let's hear it, Foos. You can go I, all three at once. Well, just because of the fact that they moved so fast in the storyline, um, it put a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth. And I don't know. I, a while they were good and you, they still kept you interested and, and somewhat at the edge of your seat in that last sequence. Um, I was still 
a little bit unsatisfied with how they went about it. Kind of felt a little betrayed. Batman killing the Joker like that and leaving. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I might have to give it a seventy-five. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Generous. So that's overall all three. C. Yeah. Okay. Overall all three. Oh, you asked for each. Well, yeah. I thought you were gonna do each, but that's each? fine. I mean. That's... I mean, yeah. I'm probably gonna. Okay. All right. So seventy-five. Um, episode. The second episode was all right. I guess seventy-five to eighty, somewhere in between. The last one, I'll give an eighty. Um. Just because of the suspense aspect of it, of, you know, Hank mm-hmm. dying and everything like that. Um, that was well done, I thought. And it really showed a very Joker-esque side of the sadisticness that was um, Jason mm-hmm. in the as the Red Hood. So uh, if, if I guess my favorite one out of the three is that last one. Okay. So I'll give that one an 80. Okay. 75, 77, 80. There we go. All right. Yeah. So that's average. C C plus average food. Sure. I'm gonna scale it down a little lower. What? I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. Overall? Overall. Overall for okay. all three episodes. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was just too much going on in like the span of three episodes. Like they're trying to cram it all in there. Yeah. Um as far as the dialogue, it definitely got a lot better compared <laughs> to season two, because yeah. that season just fucking dragged. <laughs> and the <laughs> costumes are legit. Yeah, uh-huh. I fucking love Starfire's costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't look like a hooker anymore. I, I know what yeah. was that all about for the well, last two seasons. She was a hooker. <laughs> she was a hook. Yeah, I mean. yeah. True, but at some she point, was coming out know. of a dead mob boss's car that yeah. crashed, yeah. and yeah. you know, travel cross country and all that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, her costume's cool. Nightwing's costume's cool. Everything. Um, I don't know. I just it felt rushed, and I can't yeah. get over that. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm coming from a little bit. I don't like the way Bruce is acting. There's there's so many questions left unanswered, but I'm pretty like I hope that they answer it throughout the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as what's going on with Jason, and they still have a lot to do because in the previews we saw, um, Blackfire, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, we have Scarecrow working. Scarecrow, with Jason. we have. Wonder Girl coming back. Mm-hmm. And We're going to have Rachel coming back as Rachel well. Rachel coming back. And then you have Gar's character development. Mm-hmm. So that's still... What about the other girl? Dawn? No, the other girl. The Barbara? damn it. Uh, Raven. Yeah, that's yeah, Rachel. Yeah, that's what I just said. Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. That's oh, her. Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rachel mm-hmm. Roth. Foo. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, daughter of David Lee. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but that aside, I just... Animal. it's. <laughs> I feel like they could have done better. So 70, 70, yeah, 70%. Okay. Wow, you foos yeah. are way harsher on this mm-hmm. than I feel you should be, but that's okay. That's fine. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. Oh, here we go. Oh, even yeah. though they may be wrong. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know what, foos? It's the, you have valid complaints considering that you were expecting the. You know the OG Red Hood storyline. Uh, well, I wanted it to breathe more than I, than they actually did. Uh, it didn't, know, they didn't let it breathe, and they spent precious time uh, with. And you know, I don't mind seeing Dawn take off her, her blouse, but that that wasn't as necessary, and it just made me it made me irritated at Dawn. I was like, "You're killing him!" Right? We were screaming <laughs> at the TV. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, Fu, he kind of knew it was done. He was yeah. done for. Mm. He knew it. 
It's on borrowed time, man. Literally. Right? He knew it. Well, Foos, um, overall, I will give it actually an 8 out of 10. Um, I do see your complaints are valid being the fact that, you know, um, Jason dies episode one. We we pretty much see Bruce kill Joker, which, again, it's not like Bruce. I personally, again, I didn't like that because the whole point of Joker is that he's just going to, you know, he wants to constantly be there to fuck up Batman. Mm -hmm. But... I see what they did here. What they did with episode one is they kind of meshed the Dark Knight Returns with this current Batman. Because in the Dark Knight Returns, he does, in fact, kill Joker. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And remember, when Joker, when, like, Joker all of a sudden became catatonic mm -hmm. because he had killed Robin and Batman quit. And Batman actually quit in Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. That's that's where that's that right. storyline comes from. Yeah. And so Joker, just be, because Batman quit, he's like, all right, well, why do I got to do this anymore? <laughs> so he his only purpose was for Batman. So I, I liked how they kind of did a take on that because there was only really one way they can go it with an older-looking Batman, yeah. considering young Glenn's, um, you know, age, since he's in his, like, 50s already. Right. Like, it, was the, it, it, made, it made sense. But... You know, the way Joker killed him, it, it was a nice homage to his original way. He, he you know, Jason still died. Still used the crowbar. You still used the crowbar, beat the shit out of him. But I didn't like that they didn't really use any dialogue. There was no di Joker loves to fucking talk. Yeah. And all you have him do is laugh. Like, yeah. he would have talked at least a little bit, you know, yeah. in between the laughter. Um, I did have a problem with that. But. Um, it just felt trivial to me. Yeah, it kind of. I, I feel like he was very underutilized. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Joker was very under underutilized in this episode, and they could have dragged it out longer and maybe killed him at the end of the episode. Um, I didn't feel he needed Jason needed to die right off at right at you know. And I don't know why, but I was also expecting some kind of a a flashback to him in the Hawaiian suit, you know, shooting Barbara in the back. Oh, oh, at the, some point. the killing joke, the killing yeah. joke, yeah. yeah. Uh I mean, no one really needs to see that, though. That's a pretty dark fucking comic if you guys have ever read it. But if we're letting this breathe... Yeah, you know. I, I guess. But I think for... You know, they can only go so far, man. You I, just saw a fucking teenage kid get the shit beat out of him by yeah. a crowbar. Last thing you need is... Well, let's not forget episode one of season one where you have Robin uh, scraping, scraping somebody's yeah. face against the wall. Really? Yeah. Come on. They've done it before. Yeah, that's that's true. But now they're on HBO Max. Well, I mean, it is HBO. Yeah. Anyways, wow. Foo. I mean, they really don't hold back, though, later on in this in this uh, this series. You know, episode two, I liked how they really brought the elements of the Red Hood. Again, I think, it. yeah, I do agree it was too fast. But I understand it's really the only way they can retell this. Because they can't do a time skip. Because then how would you explain Donna um, coming back to life eventually when she does come back to life? Mm -hmm. Donna Troy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the time skip would kind of really accelerate everyone's health and age. And then, you know, it wouldn't have paid off the immediate fact that Blackfire, remember at the end of um, season two, mm -hmm. somehow Starfire gets infected by Blackfire. And, like, that's why she's getting all fucked up. Uh. So there's no payoff for that. You need that. Like, the fact that they have so many other threads. But not make it a week or two. No, but, I mean, each couple of couple months would have been all right. Uh, yeah, but still. But still, foo. Argument that wins everything. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, I... Again, I, I give that I give episode one a seven out of ten. I do agree, Steph. Episode mm -hmm. two, I give it eight out of ten. And then 
episode three, I give it eight point five out of ten wow. because wow. It, it really wow. does. I mean, you lose Hank, yeah. and it shows how fucking sadistic Jason really is. You get a glimpse of it in episode two with you know the bank heist and mm-hmm. you know the lady and the kids, but. You know, number three, when he's just, like, he uses, he's now he's psychologically fucking with the Titans. Yeah. Like, he's picking them off one by one. It's it's in, it's great, and I can't wait to see the rest of it. So I... Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> of the Spanish Eagles playing in the yeah. back. That was great. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. But... I mean, yeah, foo. I mean, I liked it. I can't wait to see what they go with the rest of it. Um, just in in you know natural Titan form, it's gonna build. Yeah. Each of these seasons always build and always pay off. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't wait to see where we go with this. And hey, foo, they may bring a, they may have some type of trickery afoot or fuckery. I would hope so. With man. the Lazarus episode specifically. Yeah. Hopefully that explains where Bruce is. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and it'll explain, you know, him transforming into the Red Hood or at least coming back to life. Maybe a small montage and bam. Yeah. Back. Mm-hmm. So it's a montage. Montage. So real quick, before we move on to the next topic, where do you think this Lazarus pit is going to be? Well, considering they're everywhere, um, maybe even underneath. Uh, Wayne Manor, because there is technically one underneath there. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So that's right. Yeah. When they retell Death of the Family, uh-huh. they find out that there's a Lazarus pit under the Batcave. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It, yeah. And Raza, even in the, if you, in the animated series, I think they even allude to it. Mm-hmm. Raza al Ghul, like, that's when they first introduced Raza al Ghul and Batman, the animated series. Mm-hmm. Um, they do something similar like that. So. Oh, dude, yeah, I, Batman is so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool, it's so cool guys. It's so cool. Well, is, is that gonna do it for uh, geeking out for yeah, today? Yeah, I, I blew my geek wad. I'm done. Okay, all right. Well, so everybody, stick around for the joint report. You take pride in your work, and so do we. We're Northern Tool, and we have every tool you can imagine, and some you've only dreamt about. Plus, our service and product knowledge is legendary. Find your pride and joy at Northern Tool. Visit our store or buy online and pick it up curbside. Northern Tool and Equipment. Quality tools for serious work. Our anniversary sale is on at Northern Tool and Equipment. Save hundreds on pressure washers, sprayers, trailers, lawn and garden equipment, power tools, and more. Shop in-store or northerntool.com. Are you on weed? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. The Joint Report is brought to us by Hydrated, the new sports drink infused with THC. <laughs> Hydrated. I would do it, foo. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Hey, that, that wouldn't be hard to do, right? You just, just put... THC water. Little, I mean, we've had that food. Gatorade. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, Gatorade. <laughs> anyway, I had a couple of uh, articles, uh, one that I found on High Times, and this one shows uh, a, a rather curious fact. It shares this fact that the new study conducted in Virginia recently has found that the general public currently consumes more cannabis than cancer patients, whereas before it was cancer patients who were supposed to be getting all the love with all the uh, with all the cannabis usage for you know whenever they have to go through radio 
radiation and their chemotherapy and stuff like that. So the Virginia Commonwealth University of Macy Cancer Center published a study in the Journal of Cancer on August 13th entitled Cannabis uh, Cannabis, um, Use Amongst Cancer Survivors in the United States, Analysis of a Nationally Representative Sample, which analyzed data from 19,055 people over a four-year period. Uh, lead author of the study, whose name is Bernard Fiumella, hmm. PhD, MPH, who also holds titles of Associate Director for Population Science and Interim Co-Leader of the Cancer Prevention and Control Research Program at VCU, expressed his surprise when they concluded that they uh, that this was what they found. You know, cancer patients don't use as much uh, cannabis as the general population. He says, I would have expected them to at least mirror what was happening in the, ger- in the general population. And there was a few correlations that they kind of figured. Um, not everybody, at least not not a lot of the um, people who are well off mm-hmm. and are able to get, you know, pain suppressants or pain killers mm-hmm. or whatever. If they're if they have enough or if they have good insurance plans, if they're just well off, better than you know. Uh, people the have-nots mm-hmm. uh, they're not probably going to use as much cannabis because they don't need that much pain to be taken care of when you compare it to somebody who is from a poorer side of the population who maybe doesn't have great insurance that would pay for something like that let me just from a medical standpoint mm-hmm. some of those cancer medications are not covered by insurance mm. so good insurance or not a lot of people are still paying out of pocket uh, for that and some like one dose might cost upwards of a thousand dollars with a several dose treatment so that's already putting them over the edge yeah and another correlation is more of a psychological one rather than uh, like an actual physical one mm-hmm. um, he says that there's an element of a life-changing moment when you have cancer uh, you have to be mindful of your health and contemplate whether something like cannabis is helpful or hurtful mm-hmm. So the study results revealed, unsurprisingly, that people who experience higher amounts of pain are more likely to use cannabis, like Mm -hmm. I just said. And on the other hand, women, the elderly, and people with higher incomes, medical insurance, or better better mental health were more likely to have lower levels of pain. Mm -hmm. So it all kind of connects. And there's a lot of, and of course, you know, we always say in science, a correlation is not causation. But at least this is, it speaks to where people are at on an economical level. Mm -hmm. And those correlations are rather strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I thought that was very interesting. And um, and even then, you know, there's still a small amount of stigma out there. And if you get cancerous and you're, I don't know, a part of a, like a community, like a tight knit community that's really against the usage of cannabis or still holds a, a negative connotation with it. You're not going to you're not going to think that that's something that you can legitimately use to take care of or at least tolerate a lot. Some of this pain or at least uh, use it so that you can become hungry again. I know how that feels, man. <coughs> I have emotional cancer, foo. It's, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. Mm-hmm. It's called socialization. It kills me every time Shut I up. do it. Shut oh. the fuck up. Yeah, not only that, but I can, I can imagine like these cancer patients are like 100% like listening to their physician. And there's a lot of physicians that are still advise against it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so there's that pushi- barrier. And they're pushing other pills, too. Right. You so know, there's that barrier. So money to be made in the United States <laughs> medical system. Gotta make it dollar. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, I thought that was a rather interesting article. And the other one that I wanted to talk about was that uh, New York is going to be uh, going through some changes. Uh, this is an article that I found on Leafly.com. Haven't used Leafly in a while, but New York Governor Andrew Cuomo an- announced uh, a couple of days ago that he would resign. 
Days after the release of, Dam- of a Damon report that he found that he had sexually harassed multiple women and may face criminal charges now. So he said in his resignation that it would take effect on the 24th of August. With uh, his departure, his lieutenant governor, Kathy Hochul, will step into the spotlight in Albany. So what does that mean for New York's coming adult use um, cannabis market? Uh, according to this article, it's going to be some good news for New Yorkers. Um, her position on marijuana legalization has in the near past mirrored that of Cuomo that is pragmatic but not as passionate. But uh, she recently posted a tweet saying it's time to finally legalize recreational marijuana and create an equitable adult use cannabis program that generates much needed revenue for New York. Yeah, goddamn right. Yeah. Yeah. Her most uh, extensive comments when it, uh, came about when she had an interview with Cheddar, another publication earlier this year. Um, yeah. Uh, prior to the passage of legalization by the New York State Legislature. So right now it's okay to use it if it's on a medical basis. But she wants it, you know, not only not only she just wants it because it's the right thing to do, but it's going to help New York a shit ton right now because it's been going through a lot with COVID. Mm -hmm. They've got a 15 billion uh, budget deficit and they need to find money anywhere that they can. And other states that have implemented these legalizations, Colorado, Washington, California, Oregon, we're seeing it um, amongst others. They have profited. They have seen, um, their economies or at least their budgets get closer to zero than they probably would have uh compared to if they didn't legalize it so um there's there's hope for it now um you know she's uh, she's a younger face too and mm-hmm. she's i believe the first woman to i could be i could be wrong i don't know but i i think i read that somewhere she's the first governor governor for new york for new york that's that's a woman you're fact checking that josh no, i'm doing it no. Um, well, Cuomo, let's just go back to him. He never loved legalization, not personally, not professionally. He was pushed to embrace legalization awkwardly by the surprisingly successful primary run of Cynthia Nixon back in 2018. Oh, I remember that. Who was running off of that. Mm, that's right. As with every issue, Cuomo backed legalization when it was convenient for him. Of course, food. He's a politician, mm-hmm. you know. As uh, New York's new governor... Kathy Ochil now has the opportunity to embrace this and uh, and just further her success politically through it. Yeah, food. You find there? She is in fact the first woman of go- first woman governor of New York. You're right. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Yes, another advancement for women all over the world. Yeah, another step. It yeah. only took uh, Cuomo to fondle ladies. Food. In, in you know what? Room. They they advanced again by getting him out of there. Ah, there yeah. There go. Women well, win again. Yeah. Rule the world. You know, okay. I didn't. I don't know if this is real. It's probably like a fake meme that I saw, but I shared it with you, and it's it, it was like a, a like a newscast, and the headline was like Cuomo. I'm not. Yeah. What did it say? He's like, I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and it's it, him sitting at the desk. Speech. Yeah. <sighs> God damn it. It, it might have been fake. Piece of shit. He, yeah. I, I mean, don't know. He could. He could. I. I totally hear him saying that. Yeah. What you want to look that up? You want to fact check that one too? I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. <laughs> no, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, goddamn, Foos. Goddamn. I wonder what his, pr- Chris, his brother Chris is doing, Foo, on that's, CNN. That's very Larry David-esque thing to say. I'm not a pervert. I'm just Italian. I'm just Italian. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, next we have Howard Stern. How you doing, Howard? <laughs> <laughs> moving along, moving along. Moving along. What'd you find there, Steph? That's real. It's, it's a real oh. thing he said? Oh, my God. <laughs> Way to set back your fucking uh, ethnicity, you bastard. Yeah. Well... That's like, I don't want to work, on. I'm Mexican. It's even... It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, foo. Not doing yourself any favor. The, the, <laughs> even the the Hispanic stations are reporting on it. Oh, so, okay. Everybody's like yeah. jabbing at it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, deservedly <laughs> so. Well, anyway, that's going to do it for today's joint report. I don't think we were we had any new product to, uh, to, to brag about. No, so. foo. All right, everybody stick around for Foo Bar Sports. Smoke weed every day. Fubar Sports is brought to us by A Bada Bada, the official bunt cake batter mix of the MLB. That's a, mm, nice. a double header right there. Yeah, I like that. Bunt like cake. Hey, Bada Bada Bada, sweet. Bada. But it's a bunt cake. <laughs> God damn it. You know, Foo, speaking of baseball, I'll uh, open up today's, uh, you know, today's Foo Bar Sports with a... You got the bunt cake God part. Damn it, Foo. <laughs> well, there were no bunts in this particular game, Foo, um, between the Diamondbacks and the Padres tonight. I was talking tonight. about a cake. I, I know, Foo, I know. Um, a bunt cake. God damn it, Foo. <laughs> the, uh, the Diamondbacks actually pitched a no-hitter tonight. Oh, yeah? What? Against the San Diego Padres. Oh, wow. Saturday, August 14th today? Saturday, August 14th, the yeah. Padres lost to the lowly old diamond douchebags. <laughs> um, Why do we hate them so much again? Because, Foo. Because. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. See? You get it. I, you get it. I get I it. Know. You get it. <laughs> uh. Uh, you know, honestly, it's just been an old rivalry between the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. I mean, they're in the same division. Um, they had Randy Johnson for so many goddamn years that really just kind of kept us from the play- you know doing anything in the playoffs yeah. for the longest time. And then we actually had that famous um, series where after the Dodgers won, remember Justin, I think it was Justin Turner or Puig jumped into the pool at Chase Field. When they won the game, when they won like a really long day game, they ran across the field <laughs> and they jumped into the pole. And so the Diamondbacks were pissed. I think they beamed the Dodgers the next couple oh, of games. Oh, really? So there's bad blood between Dodgers ah, and, okay. and Diamondbacks. All but, right. you know, it's fine when they can take out uh, a pretty pretty good team right now with the Padres. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot, Foos. Especially since they have that douche. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what's his, I, I even forgot his name. Fucking the, the, that, the, uh, that douchebag Manny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his last name? Machado. Machado. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> with Sorry. the with that accentuation too. Machado. Right. Anyways, <laughs> the uh, the no no was pitched by none other than Tyler Gilbert of the Arizona Diamondbacks, and is actually the fourth no hitter that's been pitched in the season so far. Oh, we've had three others. We've had three others earlier this season, I believe. The Dodgers had were close to one i don't think they had one um i think one was by the the white Sox. um i don't have the rest of them on me by you know by hand but Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it's been a pretty i i think it really has to do with them lowering the mound um they did lower they they did lower the mound this time and i think the pitchers are finally you know getting it and i think the balls now are being made differently yeah we talked Um, about that we talked about that so like you know the the pitchers are able to get a better grip 
we've only had a few people really popped for that whole um pine tar scare or you know where they like the umps can check the pitchers Uh for any foreign substances we had one player from the pot like from the mariners um the pitcher from there he was pulled halfway during the game because he did have pine tar on his on his glove so they kicked him out and he suspended i think for like a a week week and a half Mm -hmm. um so, yeah, they're really cracking down on that foos. But, you know, that's really all that's going on right now. We're in basketball summer league. Uh, it's mostly just baseball. Football starting up, though, foo. That's right. It's coming. We got and you guys are uh, you guys are going to start to uh, draft for your fantasy, fantasy foosballs. Our fantasy foosballs with the foos uh-huh. will be in uh, August 22nd. We're going to be having our draft. And you know what? The foo actually had a good idea. Now, What's he, that? He did it, foo. What? He did it. I know. No, Surprising. he didn't. I, he did. You did no, it. He did it. He... He actually, you know, discovered something called Cameo, which I think we all know what Cameo is at the, yeah, on this yeah. table. Cameo, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It, and Where you pay a celebrity to say something nice, like a happy birthday kind of gram to somebody. Exactly. Stuff like that. Exactly. You, you know? write a script. Hey, say this. They say it. Pay uh-huh. the fee. Um, I think John Krasinski did a couple of them for people's proms, mm-hmm. I think, last year during COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, the Foo got the, you know, he saw a TikTok of... Matthew Barry reading off the draft order for a team's fantasy football draft. Uh-huh. And the cameo cost a whopping two fifty mm. for that. Oh shit. So okay. relatively cheap. Right. Uh, especially when you spread it amongst twelve individuals in the league. Two dollars and fifty cents, right? Yes, Foo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just carry the zero. Ah. Carry the how zero. How many times? Alone, you know, an extra two. Um oh, geez. yes, yes, Foo. That's yes. two cents. Oh, the other way? The other way, Foo. Ah, okay. The other way. Yes, yes, yes. Non-tenth, Foo. Think about it. Mm. Think about it. Um, so we decided, fuck it. Let's live it up this draft. So we all decided to pitch in to get Matthew Barry to pick our draft order <laughs> next week. <laughs> okay. Yep. So the Foo sent it all in today. Um, and uh, we'll find out tomorrow, Ooh. maybe sometime this week, our exact draft order. And then are, and- you, are you just going to show it? Like, without anybody seeing it to everybody at the same time? So, what the Foo's going to do is he's going to download the video um, and then send it to everyone in the chat. Yeah. I will I will send it and add it onto the Foo Bar Show That's dope. chat so that way we all can see what they've yeah. said. Um, you know, so the Foo's going to give him all of our team names and then he's going to just randomly pick all of our positions in the draft for <laughs> next Sunday. Yes. So, I think he's going to... So, I think that's why we're going to get our order during the week when he finally does it and then... Yeah, we'll be ready by Sunday, ready to go. Nice. But knowing you fucks, there's always going to be somebody who is in disagreement with whatever that that guy decides. Oh, no, 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 Foo. So the order, the order will be fine. Okay. It's the other bullshit at the actual draft that they'll disagree with. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. rule changes. Uh, oh, you didn't say the name right. You don't get the pick. What the like, stupid? No, I swear to, I swear to God. This it's been was, that petty? It's been that petty. It's fucking hilarious, though, because we had one, one of my... Um, great uncles he was a part of the league a few years back uh-huh. heavy heavy mexican accent you know spanish accent right really heavy <laughs> so there was a player that used to be on the the cincinnati Bengals, a good wide receiver okay. but none other named tj hushmanzada okay so all right always <laughs> decided to pick this guy and he would say uh give me uh tj uh who's your mama <laughs> we're like who who uh there was a hush hush mazura 
We're like, who? Uh, that, that TJ, that TJ. English, motherfucker, <laughs> do you speak it? <laughs> so they're like, uh, and so he would hear someone from across the room, hey, you can't say his name, you can't draft him, move Dang. on. <laughs> so one year they're like, oh, no, you can't say his name, pick another guy. What? <laughs> and then finally, like the next couple, next year, he said it again. They're like, all right, just give it to him. <laughs> but I mean, food, you can't say it right. What the hell? Don't get it. Uh, we fucked up. We've had some great <laughs> memories in these drafts. Um, we've had uh, several people draft guys that were already on injured reserve and weren't going to be playing the rest of the year. And so we all wait. Like he says, like it's actually happened to Chino, our yeah. uncle Chino. Yeah. Um, he said for, oh, well, I'm picking Dion Lewis. The guy had just got injured for the rest of the year um, the night before. Uh-huh. So uh, this guy, he didn't know. So all of us, we all looked at each other. We're like, shh. And we're like, really? And he's just like, yeah, I want Dion Lewis. We're like, okay. We put the name on the board and like, oh, um, and then I, I spurred out after. Just so you know, he's out for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, really? What the fuck? Why didn't you say anything? Nah, I want another pick. And we're like, nah, you put him up. You got to just and drop him. that's why him. he's not a part of it this year, man. No, he's in it. He's in it? He's in it, fool. I thought he said he quit. He's a glutton for punishment, mm. man. <laughs> He's a, he, this guy has never come close to winning. He loses first round of the playoffs for, I think he's been in this league for like 10 plus years. Alcohol is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the guy, cause the guy shows up drunk to the draft first off. I know. First and wow. foremost, he shows up drunk yeah. and then just continues to get even more plastered throughout the draft. Yep. It is quite a scene and quite amusing. Yeah. Opinion. Yeah, yes. it's uh, uh, he's a character, man. He's the guy's a, a character. He's, he, a, he's, he's never gonna grow up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Fu, he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. Yeah. But anyways, Fu's uh, it's gonna be an interesting. It's gonna be a fun draft. We're all gonna get fucked up. It's the first time we've all seen each other in a year since last year we did it. Super spreader event. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> You're all vaccinated. Yeah, we're all vaccinated. We'll be yeah. fine. We'll be fine. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty fun, Foos, and we'll give you guys a nice little recap. I highly doubt the Foo will be on this show uh, in the foreseeable future. Um, he's, he's still moving. He's still moving. He's still got the kid. At least until he gets a babysitter, he won't be coming. What a douche! I mean, I'm just saying, Foos. Fucking wow. douche! I'm just saying. Well, Foo, that's pretty much all there is in sports. Really? There's, there's not much going on besides baseball and. And even then. And even then. Yeah, not not a whole lot. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for sports. Everybody stick around for the music highlights. Music Highlights is brought to us by Faux Drizzle, Snoop Dogg's new line of umbrellas. <laughs> I'd buy one. Yeah, me too. We got we had his uh, his wine. How was it? I right got there? drunk off of his wine last night. It was it's pretty pretty tasty. Nice it's pretty smooth. good. It's yeah. It's, it's wine. You know, I'm not a connoisseur, so I don't know the difference. Mm. I, but it was good. It's good. Good. That's all I know. Yeah. I woke up with a wine hangover. Ooh. That was. Those are not fun. I got, I got over it. You're like, are we gonna finish this bottle tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. He tops off the entire bottle in his glass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's see here. I, I should have prepared. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the music highlights here. Uh, blah, 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 blah. T-Pain. There, no, no T-Pain. <laughs> there is a band that I've been listening to. Uh, discovered them through Apple Music as uh, I guess it was part of the algorithm. But I, I really like this kind of music. It's interesting. I'm yeah. sold. I'm sold. Well, Phil. it's a little bit more new age, more new metal-y. Kind of, sort of. The The name of the band is called Against the Current. They have a song called Weapon, and they're doing this thing where I've been seeing, and I've, I've complained about this before. Where they're they going against the current, foo? They, Yeah, by not capitalizing the first letter of the that's fucking as, title. <laughs> that's as much against the current as anything, foo. You're telling me, man. Sadistic bastards. Anyway, let's listen to Weapon by Against the Current. kind of takes me back to that new metal-y kind of uh, type of band. And I, I, you know, I don't know what you think about these other bands I'm about to name, but I, it's the same kind of genre. However, I consider Against the Current a little bit more superior than bands like Trapped. And, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Because that kind of style, yeah. that kind of also per production mm-hmm. quality, too. Very crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the distortion on the guitars is all the way up to, like, 11. But it's, it's really well done. I really like her voice. Yeah, too. that was good. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. It's catchy. Yep. And so this other song I wanted to uh, play was uh, a song off of the new Logic album. Yeah. Uh, this is a song called Vaccine. So let's check that out. Oh, yeah. Just me and my dogs, yeah. Give a fuck about what y'all doing. Yeah, we going hard all yeah. Oh, yeah. Just me and my dogs, yeah. This is 
off of uh, the Bobby Tarantino 3 album that he just came yeah. out with. Now, what, weren't we made to uh, think that he was going to be retiring from I, I was under the exact same impression, Foo. And then out of I, nowhere. Yeah. I even follow him on Instagram and everything. I did not see anything like this even coming. Yeah. He was actually like full-time on Twitch, you know, gaming yeah, and, yeah. and doing stuff like that. So this gave us a surprise, but a pleasant surprise, man. Yeah. Like. I love a lot. You listen to the whole thing already? I have, you know, I haven't, I have not. I've listened okay. to Vaccine so far. Um, uh-huh. I've been stuck on the goddamn Inside soundtrack yeah. from, uh, you know, uh, it, but goddamn, yeah, man, uh, Logic is just so great, especially it's good. when he the, does the whole these album's trap. Pretty good. Yeah, the trap albums like Bobby Tarantino two and Number One, mm. he does it really well. Um, his flow is just so awesome. I think he may have just retired from like the whole concept album idea. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, I, more Logic. Sure, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should ask him, what's up? Yeah, more hey, logic. <laughs> you want to join our Twitter, please, or Twitch? I mean, <laughs> anyway. Uh, last but not least, this week in music history, the year is 1992. The date is the 15th of August. Boys to Men <gasps> started a 13-week run at number one on the U.S. singles chart with the End of the Road song, the group's first U.S. number one taken from the Eddie Murphy film Boomerang. It broke the 36-year-old record held by Elvis for the longest run at number one. Wow. Let's listen to some Boys to Men, shall we? could not get away from that freaking song in 1992 man. i mean foo 90s r&b is it's still just so superior to this day you can't, yeah you can't just help but just listen slow back. jams dude yeah, just, just throw on some slow jams and god damn did you hear how they were making love to the microphone oh my with god their voices Oof. bobby do you bobby <laughs> yeah uh, voice of men, good oh, shit, man. Good shit. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that's going to get a bucket and a mop. Right. Give, give everything you got. 
<laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's music highlights. Now, everybody stick around for Foo Facts. <laughs> and Foo Facts! Foo's is brought to us by Smoke and Body, the number one crematorium in town. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you think that was going to be something else? <laughs> that, was, that was quite a turn. <laughs> Well, you guys got food facts for us today. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Foy. Foo? What? I don't know. I got a stroke right there. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Foo, um, speaking of tr- brain trauma, yeah. did you know that foreign accent syndrome is a rare side effect of brain trauma? Really? See, Foo. Foo facts. In some cases, patients actually spoke in their native language, but in a foreign dialect. So to themselves, they were speaking, let's say, perfectly good English, yeah. but they were actually speaking Portuguese. Huh. And they've never learned Portuguese a day in their life. And that happens. That does happen. Yeah. yeah. I've seen it before. Yeah. It's crazy. The you brain is a mystery. Food. That's crazy. It's from yeah. their past life. Yeah. Whoa. What do you got there, Steph? Uh... The original paper versions of Battleship included land areas in addition to the water. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, fact. The Terminator script was sold for $1. What? Now, James Cameron, he's the award-winning director of movies like Titanic, Avatar, and The Terminator. James and Cameron, here to save the day. It's <laughs> raising the bar. Yeah. In order to get his big break with The Terminator, he sold the script for a dollar and a promise that he'd be able to direct it. What? What a risk. Yeah, what a risk. Wow. Otherwise, he would have just been wasting his time. Damn. What a hell of a, quite yeah. a risk. All right, Foos, try this one off the voice. So, did you guys know that the word Pez comes from the German word for peppermint? So, Pfeffermins is the German term Makes for sense. peppermint. And it's actually literally the P at the beginning of it, the E in the middle, and the Z at the end. It's like an abbreviated Abbreviated kind of Pez, oh, yeah. Interesting. Hmm. All right, all right. Nice. You know, uh, speaking of Pez dispensers, I saw this hack that apparently they've never publicized. It, it, I was it wasn't, lied to. It wasn't in the instructions manual of when you purchase a Pez dispenser, but apparently you don't have to load it in like a fucking gun. You just put the the, 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 the thing, the, the cartridge, the, the cartridge right in there, and when you when you push it down, the wrapper comes out like some kind of Magic. Uh, like a magazine, like a gun bullet magazine thing. It's crazy. I, I nobody it, told me this. My, my childhood was alive. I know you saw that too. Yeah, what the fuck? I saw it too, man. You mean I didn't have to have those fucking pez being shot right back at me because I was misloading it? Yeah, saved myself a lost eye. Okay, we need a pez. Spencer, now, now, not on, on you. No, no, no. Oh. I'll try it next time. About yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. The phrase "back," to, the phrase "back to square one" might have been inspired by shoots and ladders. Facts. 
makes sense. Yeah. Damn it, Till. Damn you. Right. All right. Well, fact. Pigeon poop is the property of the British crown. So back in the 18th century, pigeon poop was used to make gunpowder. So King George I confirmed that the droppings are to be property of the crown. Motherfucker. So if you scrape it off your... uh, I'm Off your sidewalk, a... that's a paddling. <laughs> <laughs> but why would you want that? For gunpowder. Gunpowder. But, oh, but he said yeah, it, though. Yeah, I know, but... <laughs> but still? Oh, oh okay. okay. All okay. right, well, I didn't see it that way. Yeah. Mm. Damn, when he proved Compelling. point. Compelling. I mean, bro, no mm. argument. Needed. Shut me up. I mean, should we donate some Food. bird poop? I think we need to donate Britain some bird poop. Let's just put it in a nice little box. And so send in it California, right we see more sparrows and... At least those are the pests. Well, all you got to do is just go to L.A., man. You plant plenty That's true. of pigeons. Plenty. Yeah. Well, Foos, did you know, since we're talking about, you know, the orthonal, orthol, whatever, birds. What? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Ortho, orthonological? Yes. Yes. Orthonological species. Mm-hmm. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, ravens. English, in- <laughs> motherfucker. Do you speak it? Not really, apparently. <laughs> ravens in captivity can learn... To talk better than parrots. Yeah. Yeah, blackbirds are really smart. Yep. I want to make friends with uh, some of the crows. some of the black some of the crows in our front yard. Uh, but every time I try to approach them with like a little piece of ham or something, they just they, they get scared and fly away. Yeah, bro, they're just watchers, man. The crows yeah. are the watchers. No, but I want to make them friends so <laughs> I can have attack crows. Food, just get a raven and then you'll become like Odin. I'll take an eye off for you. Dang. Just, you know, cut out the middleman. Dang, good luck with your debt perception. <laughs> he'll, he'll adapt. He's fine. <laughs> He's fine. Hey. He'll never play baseball again. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a guy out there that can play the drums with just one arm, a guitarist can play the guitar with just one eye. I'm just yes. saying. I'm just saying, bro. It's not hard. Yeah, exactly. It's just, He's yeah. fine. He's fine. All right, right. Cranium was the first non-coffee product to be sold at a Starbucks. What's Cranium? The game? The game. Oh. Oh, Oh, wow. So this was pre-CDs of some artists I don't know anything about. (laughs) Yep. <laughs> that they yep. just so happen to be playing over their radio. Yeah. Even before food. What? Yeah, because you just had coffee. And it's like, oh, what should we introduce into this coffee shop? Games. Yeah. Oh, games. Damn. Genius. Yeah. All right. Well, fact. Onions were found in the eyes of an Egyptian mummy. Pharaoh Ramses IV of ancient Egypt had his eyes replaced with small onions when he was mummified. The rings and layers of onions were worshipped because people thought that they represented eternal life. This aligns with the reason for mummification, to allow the Pharaoh's body to live forever. Let's hope that these interesting facts don't all apply to practices used today. I, I mean, I hope not. That's quite terrifying. Right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you see an onion in some dude's eyes? What the fuck is that? <laughs> no, <laughs> thanks. Makes yeah. you even cry more. Well, one more round. Let's do this. All right, Foos. Did you know, according to a, 
2015 study, sarcasm can promote creative thinking. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Mm. I mean, really? yeah. Yeah, food. Not very creative. Mm. No. <laughs> All right. The original Game of Life features spaces for suicide, disgrace, poverty, and prison. They're not on there anymore, though. Uh, no. No. No, no way. It's all about graduating, getting a job, having a baby, they whatever. They introduced cats and dogs now, Foo. Oh. That's how elaborate fucking the game of life has gotten. I don't know. They Bring are. back suicide and <laughs> prison. prison and uh, despair, poverty. Yeah. I wonder if the drug use. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Alcoholism. <laughs> Because the square is like an AA meeting. <laughs> Have several players yeah. in AA. Yeah. You're the one who has to bring the bagels this week. Yeah. <laughs> you, you lose two, you Don't lose forget. two rolls. Don't forget yeah. the bagels. Yeah. Or everybody's going to be pissed. Everyone gets a 12-step chip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last who fact for the day. Fact. Abraham Lincoln was a bartender. Did you know that the 16th president of the U.S. fought for the freedom of slaves and the Union? But what you didn't know is that he was a licensed bartender. Lincoln's liquor license was discovered back in 1930 and displayed in a Springfield liquor store. Wayne C. Temple, a Lincoln expert, told the Southwest Missourian newspaper that in 1863... Congress wanted to fire Ulysses S. Grant because he drank a lot, and Lincoln's response was to send Grant a supply of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fu, he was America's bartender. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you know that he was also a vampire slayer? No, for fuck's sake. I mean, Fu, is, there's proof. Yeah. Who gave Steph access to the button? <laughs> they wrote a book about it. Look it up. I mean, food, that axe was meant for something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's Stupid. They made a documentary about it. Stupid. Foo, it it's was not a documentary. A, I mean, <laughs> food, check the history. Right? History books, food. You guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for another uh, successful podcast for today. Now, uh, for those wondering... If the food's coming back. Now, what, what are we, uh, what's the over-under here? Are we saying December? I'm saying January, you're bro. Say, now you're saying January. I'm saying January. I think, uh, all right. So, hmm. The year without a foo. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see. Sounds we'll like see. a bad soap opera. Yeah. The year without the foo. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm, I'm going to go with, um, let's go with, uh, I'm going to be generous. And say after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. For one appearance. Okay. Okay. I was going to say before Thanksgiving. November, beginning of November. Yeah. After the honeymoon phase is worn off. Yeah. Any divorces? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? A null. Oh, Uh, because it's so close to mm -hmm. it, huh? Nah, I don't know. Balls do that. Nah. All right. No. But, you know, the food likes to prove all of us wrong all the time. 
Well, because he withholds information until the very last second. Or he's so cryptic about it. Uh-huh. Like, he'll give you the information, but in, like, a cryptic way that the I, Fu will only know the answers to and why he's doing it. The Fu's an alien. Yeah. I mean, it's the only explanation. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to give away his secrets. Because mm. where did that baby really come from, huh? Mm-hmm. Huh? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Were, were you in the delivery room? Huh? Nope. 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 Exactly. Sure nope. wasn't. It's a clone. It's a clone. It's a replicant. <gasps> of who? Him. Him. Looks exactly like him. Mm, Looks like Jaggy, too. Wait. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) um, And I hope everybody got a... a, a, If you know an artist, uh, at least direct them towards the uh, intro of this podcast. Because it's important information for people to know. Especially if you're trying to get back out there and play shows and do your artistic thing. Uh, Don't be taken advantage by promoters. You know, if, if you have the means to book a show yourself uh do it if you have to sign something maybe consider that a two-year lock-in agreement isn't probably in your best interest and uh, i mean I'm, I'm excited to hit them back up back in uh or not back but in february of next year uh we'll be playing there soon so um, um yeah would it be more reasonable mm-hmm. to do it on a show by show basis yeah okay. yeah um, yeah, I, you know, if, if I'm presented with such a, an agreement in front of me again, I'm going to ask them, uh, well, unless you take that off of the agreement, we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. Stand by your ground. Uh, it's worth it. It's worth it to at least uh, take care of yourself in that aspect, because all we, what we did was take away an opportunity for us to get in front of our fans again, uh, play at one of our favorite places and uh, and be, you know. Uh, nobody wins. Who fucking wins in this in scenario? Absolutely uh, nobody. There's just nothing but losers here. Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, that's going to do it for uh, for today's show. You guys have anything else before we uh, say goodbye to everybody in podcast land? Let's skedaddle. I got to dab with my name on it. Oh, me too, man. Me too. <laughs> well, thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a freaking champion. You can always get in touch with us and get our merch at foobarshow.com. That's F-O-O-Barshow.com. And search F-O-O-Barshow on YouTube, Tumblr, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line and we'll fill it up like a couple of foos. Ah. I've been Josie. I've been Josh. Seth. Signing off saying 